I'm not coming over here no more. Wow. She just playing and kissed me in my mouth. Who? Nana. Why would she do that? I don't know. I ain't coming over here no more. I ain't saying hi. I ain't do nothing. I ain't do. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't doing nothing when I come over here. I ain't saying hi. Not gonna give her a kiss. Put my nigga down. At what point are you too old to be hungover, G? Nah, actually, you get more hungover the older you get, bro. That's not supposed to go like that. I'm sorry. It's not supposed to go like that. <laughs> like, you think that body adjusts? Nah, bro. You gonna be that just take longer to recover, buddy. Oh, but it it, felt, it just felt so bad because I think I got arrogant, like, because we I was doing like not sleeping, not eating and shit, and just like, oh, nigga, I'm good. And then on the night I went the lightest is when that shit just grabbed my soul. And I haven't felt I haven't felt like that since like the younger days of drinking. Like that was Spokane shit. Oh, nigga, that sound like that sound like me when uh oh. when we was in the Bahamas, man. That last time. Oh yeah, oh, but that, that last day in the Bahamas, boy, crazy. I really thought I really thought that was the end, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the end. Bro. Gee, I, I, I start writing my will, who I was leaving shit to, dog. Like, I was, that shit, that was bad, dog. Like bad. It, bad. It, it, it really be like that too, especially if you get some dry heaving at all. Like, <laughs> that nah, that, 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 that's that's something you ain't supposed to do when you get older, bro. Like when you get older, bro, you better not be dry heaving. Out. <laughs> hey, why did dry heave hurt so bad? Hey, man, that that is a feeling nobody. Now I, I wouldn't wish that on nobody, bro. Nigga, the dry heave, the dry heave is many. Like like uh, dry, like dry heave gotta be like the next step to death. Like the next thing <laughs> after dry heave is death. Like, that got to be the closest possible to actually dying, oh, bro. Like, man. I don't know what the hell, who started that shit, but yeah. I felt like such like, an amateur, like too. I felt like such a rookie, like, because it was, gee, when I tell you, like, in comparison <laughs> to what the nights before were, to what the night was that did it, you'd like, wait, that's not even supposed to go like that. I'm talking, I'm talking day drinking in Brooklyn, tequila, oh, so like, you- like, tequila, tequila, and like, perfectly fine. Getting okay, on, so getting you, on the plane, keeping it lit. Um, Portland, same shit, nigga. I get to L.A., have one glass of wine, and my life is over. Okay, so you you, you just didn't stick to the landing, like you had the perfect the perfect curated uh, performance, but you just didn't stick the landing. Yep. Got it. Got it, got it. <laughs> yep. It's got the it. it's the it's the nice move. You dropped him. You looked at him, and you went to the bucket. And got your shit blocked in the in the third row. <laughs> <laughs> got that shit. Right got that shit blocked to the third row. You like, oh, that's oh because that that's when the game stopped. Everybody <laughs> get a chance like to remember what just happened. Like, ain't no quick getaway. Oh shit, man! How you feel? Wait, hold on. Let's okay. Let's do it right. We've been we've been. It's the Meet the Brave podcast. I'm your host, Monty Draper. A day late, nonetheless. But I got my co-host, No IG LG. Y'all missed us. Cuz, what up? Yo, what's good, man? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I, I like that we have so much so much demand over people's Mondays. That's a good sign. Yeah, man. Life life on a Monday, man. You know? <laughs> no, no, no telling what y'all gonna get today. <laughs> I, w- I want to apologize to the listeners and my co-host. I hit L at 
probably like seven o'clock in the morning, like because I woke up. That was the sick part. I woke up and was perfectly fine that first time. So I hit you, but it was seven a.m. on a Sunday. It's like, dog, who texted somebody that early? So I doze back off, and then I wake back up, and then that's when it's there. I was perfectly fine the first time. That's what really threw me off. I was like, wait, what? Wait a minute. And then proceeded to play phone tag the rest of the day with L. Like, L, you ready? And L be like, I'm ready. And then I'll be fucking asleep or throwing up somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right when he thought he was about to be good, man. (laughs) So, yeah, no, apologies apologies to the listeners, L. But we here, and day late nonetheless. But that's the the power of having your own show. We can do what we want, and y'all fuck with us enough to wait, wait a day anyway. So, we're here. Got a lot to get to. Uh, but first, cuz catch me up with everything. That, that, with you. that mean we got to, we got to add content, man. You know what I mean? Should, should be happening that day. Exactly, you know? exactly. That, and, and we would have been, been a whole week late for that. Quiet is kept. A lot of shit happened last night to really ramp up this episode. So I'm not even mad at it. We got a lot of shit to get to. But to, what's catch me up with everything is going on? With you I haven't talked to you. Oh no, man! Everything over here is solid, bro. I didn't. Have- then got into this uh, this workout routine, so my 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 schedule is completely different than what it was before. Okay, okay. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure soon it will start to make sense to me because right now it's kind of feel like blending together. Right now. <laughs> Every so everything's just one long day. Out. Yeah, everything's just one one long day. I'm, I mean, I'm super well rested, but then again, my uh, my uh, my agent came in today and he was like. Are you you're you're lighter today? And I'm like, wait a minute, bro. What are you talking about? He's like, nah. You just look like you're, you know, you look like you're doing well. Like in life. I'm like, <laughs> thank you, bro. That's a, I appreciate that. So I guess it's uh, I guess it's making sense. Guess it's working. <laughs> On the outside, you know. What I'm saying? Internally, you like I don't know what this shit is, but uh, Logos is working on the outside. My nigga, my nigga tried to secretly tell me I had a glow, bro. I had to get, man, get out of my office, bro. Hey, don't ever tell me I got a glow. Don't ever tell a nigga you got a bro. Ever, don't ever, don't ever insinuate that a nigga got a glow, bro. Get out of my office, man. That is, that is the male, the male version of, oh, you're glowing. It's like, ah, oh, you look lighter today. Hey, it's either you look lighter. Uh, man, you got, you, oh, he got bitches is the way, is, is the way a nigga tells another oh, nigga the, he's yeah, cute. Oh, yeah, he got bitches one is, is a for sure go. A dead giveaway that a nigga thinks you cute if he goes, oh, he got bitches. Then that's what he's saying. All right, don't don't take well, offense. That, that, that's that's when you know that that's the nigga that's about to hate. <laughs> Watch out for him. Yeah, like, if he... <laughs> like like off top, bro. That's gonna be the nigga that's about to try to shut down your whole night. Just, he gonna punt his night in order to make sure you don't get yours. Oh my gosh, yeah, we giving away that too, nigga, too much. That nigga, shit, will friend, that nigga will friends on this entire situation, nigga, just to make sure you don't get nothing out of this equation. Oh man, um, how much? Because initially when we texted yesterday, it was like, last week was light. But then as we put our two rundowns together, it was like, nah, last week wasn't light at all. And I forgot about, like, my shit was light. And then you sent yours. I was like, how did I forget all of that? And then and then the BET Awards happened. And it really fucked me up because so much happened within the show. But then there was some overlooming shit that fully attached to the show, the network. And, and then it just, like, my brain went everywhere. So I was like... I'm really glad that we had to push this today. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I, to start, but I, I feel like we can we can start with the awards because I don't know if you watched them, but I ended up watching the whole fucking three hours or whatever that was. It, it was long. No, nah, I got I got I got the first half because I was asleep by the time we got a chance to like by the time they got like I I missed like Nipsey. 
You missed the nip, like the nip I, trip. I, okay. At that point, I wasn't even. I wasn't there anymore. Yeah. I think the last, the last thing I saw was like Migos shit. But um, okay. I did want to say though, Ned, our awards like, I don't know if we're having more award shows. Well, we're definitely having more award shows. Uh-huh. But also, like our award shows getting longer. Like, bro, the BT Awards had like three or four uh, introductory awards. Like they. <laughs> Like, bro, like, they had people outside since the morning talking about shit. Like, bro, I, like, they had all that shit on TV, and it, it was, like, four or five hours before the actual show took off. I don't know if it's getting longer. I just think that with the whole content being king thing, they're really, really leaning into that shit and giving us everything and then figuring out that people are actually sticking around to, to view all that shit. So if you're still doing, like, like numbers in real time through 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 television... Like like the television ratings, it's like oh we definitely should let all this shit like let all this shit run, especially if we can then let it live on YouTube and then the BET Plus shit they announced yesterday. So that's that's more so what I want to get to. You you I was you interested hit. in that BET Plus. I think that's Man. Great. That, that, that's that's a great concept. Like with out of any other network, I think that's gonna work out perfect. For BET. It, it doesn't like. You think about you think of what obviously just the Hulu, the Netflix, the Amazon bet. That's cool. Um, but now the network's getting getting into it where you got your Showtime, you can do you can, HBO Go, all of that. BT on the low have some has some original content that's that that we don't talk about in term and runs for like some of the best TV shows. But if you start to recap and go through all the content that it's generated over the last what are we talking twenty five years for BT? Not quite thirty yet, right? May, may, maybe twenty five thirty in that range somewhere. Um. But then, you know, with the whole push to, to for ownership, the the content that is going exclusively to BET via the black creatives and directors and stuff gives you a one-up to where it's going to push the price on a lot of shit. That Tyler Perry catalog, niggas can sleep on that. That's pretty big. That's a big deal. Um, the Tyler Perry catalog and then some of the movies that are get, being, being pulled down and being sent directly to BET Plus... It's kind of nuts. When you saw that first, when I saw that first rundown of movies, I was like, oh shit, it's going to get real in terms of like classic black films that you're not going to be able to get anywhere but there. Um, so we had, I don't know how long ago we had that conversation, G, but it was one of the early episodes where we had the Content Wars conversation. Where, where are you ranking BET Plus in the Content Wars? And remember, we're talking about Disney, um, Fox, is Fox? Wait a minute. Is Fox Disney? Wait, how, how, yeah, how did yeah, do that? Fox is Fox is Disney. Fox is Disney. Okay, never mind. All right, maybe maybe that's premature. Maybe we can't necessarily have that conversation right now. Tell you the truth, Disney Disney is like uh, yeah, that's like the craziest monopoly ever. So who told? Who knows what Disney is actually buying up? But uh, I think BT is gonna be. I'm I'm just not seeing a subscription service working out better for any network than it is for BT. Just because B what slows BT down a lot is the fact that they have to that they, they have to pay so much by using advertising. So they have to for sure do long ass commercials. Long ass commercials. So if you can just take your content and have it be commercial free, yeah. then you can drive you can you can actually see what your viewership is because I'm pretty sure they lose out on a lot of people. Just by having shit on there, absolutely. With the with the damn long with the commercial that's longer than any other network, bro. But I understand, I understand why they do it, but it's just like that. Just like bro, you can't have Baby Boy on and that shit take five hours to finish <laughs> off. 
Like just off the trip to the commercials. That barely an hour and thirty, bro. You can't put five. They gotta they gotta pay for that shit, man. They can't just let it run, dog. So they gonna hit us with their commercial blocks. I timed it one time. Each time out, BT at one point with their commercial blocks alone was hitting us with like five and a half minutes of commercials in between like segments of shows and movies. That's That's crazy. That's it. And you think like just a movie. So if Baby Boy's nap is normally an hour and a half. With those five-minute segments, they probably go to commercial seven times. We talking about an extra thirty-five minutes, almost forty minutes of me of fucking uh, just airtime. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, by that time, man, like I didn't realize that. Damn, I ain't seen Baby Boy in a minute. A minute. I go on to Amazon and just buy that shit. Exactly. Bro. Like I'm not about to. Like I would definitely not. I'm, I'm not about to waste my time, bro, and wait for these damn commercials. And also for you to for you to uh, ad lib the ad lib the entire movie as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, the, BT, the BT ad libs are like classically trash, bro. Like, man, like the, the I don't know who they get the they they might get the same people to do that shit. Like, no, it's exactly it's for sure show one nigga that does all the all the ad, all the voiceovers to clean up the cuss words. It's one nigga that does the male and the female fucking uh script for sure. Bro, somebody 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 find bro because I still I still gotta figure out like what what people make to uh to put, to put together the trailers just because trailers are fire and that gets people into the seats so that's gotta be a well paying job and then also I mean, who's doing the voiceovers for BT like those are two people we need hey, to put if down anybody for. has insight who the BT nigga is doing the voiceovers to to, to because because remember words. remember there was one dude the entire time that was doing like all the trailers like speaking over all the entire trailers oh facts was, definitely hella hyped. You know what I'm saying? So that that's 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 rare gigs right there. That's, exactly. You know that ain't that. Hey, you can be in that shit forever. But gee, you the one nigga monopolizing the fucking voiceovers to clean up the the script is Manny though. <laughs> 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 oh shit. Um, bro, can you can you imagine a guy sitting down like we used to film, uh, like we used to watch basketball film, bro, with with, with the full movie to do his voiceover? But wait, having to go through the whole movie, be like, damn, you missed one. Like, wait, what? <laughs> and some of the movies they ask him to clean up too are crazy. Like every other line is a cuss word, and so it was like, I can't watch this on BET. I refuse. It's certain movies I refuse to watch on cable. Bro, like Menace to Society or something like that. Thing, good luck. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm not about to. There's no way we could do it. But yeah, now BT Plus looks dope. That looks like a great idea. And also, I mean, there's black people in power too. Like yeah. Tyler Perry has ridiculous amount of reach and his, power. His speech. Okay, let's do that. Let's start with his speech. Did you see his speech? Like imagine, bro. He he said that he's exclusively about to be on there. Like yeah. No, like you, he about pulling shit from everywhere else. Like that shit's about to be sitting on BT Plus. That's about to automatically and, bring up their ratings. And like, you know, yeah. and you, you know, they gave him the bag because he kept referring to him as his new BT family. Nigga only say that when they gave him the bag, G. Oh yeah, for sure. They gave him steak and everything. He, he said that shit as if he was like like BT was his was his network. <laughs> <laughs> he said that as somebody as find a Tyler Perry deal, please, because he that speech was amazing. But all I kept harping on was the fact that he kept calling him his family, and that is code for I got away with a heist for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, but then again, like if if, the, if you don't give you don't, if you don't get a heist to anybody, if you you try to promote black it's Tyler, it's Tyler Perry. So it's Tyler Perry all day. All day. Yep. That his his speech was was moving as shit, and I kept thinking, I kept reverting back to 
um, how much of the joke of the joke of the industry he was in hip hop, at least. He was just like people kept just referring to like felt the need to go to to, to like tell Tyler Perry lines in their bars to like make make fun of him or make light of him. And I never really understood the beef. And then a few cats explained it and they had their beef with like, oh, why? Why all the talented niggas got to put on a dress and all that shit? Bet. Okay. I'm Jamie Foxx, Martin feels so much different than the Tyler Perry putting on the dress thing. And I've always and I've always thought that. Um I, and why 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 those why those are different why those cases are so different to me can't necessarily say but Tyler Perry's thing was always about ownership and I guess being so attached to his story for out the gate like like literally we went to see the that first Medea uh play with mom and grandma and them and it was known that Brad had been living in his car like that was a thing like that was a running thing um that was a part of the narrative of going to see the play or so it was this it was this this uh, redemption story and like this triumphant thing that was looming around it. So I never felt the need and I never really understood why niggas went in and I was like, damn, do y'all not know the story or does, as, as this, or does the story not necessarily matter to you at the, this point? The, sto- the story isn't as interesting as the, as what I'm, what I'm putting together. Like I'm creating a narrative on this, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it is that way. Got you. And then, and then, I mean, another part of it too, that's interesting and what we get to see more and more is that once a person is showing that they are getting a back like consistently getting a back then all that shit becomes null and void it's as if nigga, that shit never even mattered in the first place yeah so you so you could have rocked them you could you could have been so against everything that they do as a person as a human being until you realize what they're actually making and what they're actually controlling or what they're actually getting. And then all that shit goes out the window. Like, it, it, it becomes another level of respect that's weird that you didn't want to do your research on it, but the person had to get to a certain point, you know, and then now, now it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tyler Perry been doing the exact same shit, but you don't see people fucking with Tyler Perry like they used to. No. No, the the studio. It, it could it could be it could <clears throat> be due to that it, it could be due to that episode of of, uh, of uh, Boondocks too. <laughs> when you see when you see a day with a compound, bro, you, you don't know what's going on with the compound. Yep. You just don't want to end up on the compound. Like you don't end up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you don't get lost on that thing. So I get that. And, and then that him him talking about you know the the the, the driving forces and what would in the narratives to his story and. And why he approached it the way he did, and why he told the stories that he told, it offers an insight that we don't normally get, and it seems that we're starting to care less and less about, um, in a space of just like wanting to have your own assumption of things, you know. And you know, he talked about like watching his mother be abused, and her his mother friend his mother's friends be abused, and wanting to lend and be a voice, and then ultimately wanting to hire people of color, but especially women and see to it that there was fair and equal pay and that like actors and actresses that have been doing their things for years, G was finally getting their quote and getting their worth. Taraji talked about that. Like the idea that Taraji had done all that shit before she did the Tyler Perry film and still hadn't necessarily gotten her worth is crazy. Um, but it highlights, it also highlights something sick and and beautiful in within the realm of that show last night that was the best BET awards production wise in a long time in a really really long time and 
uh, Regina, Regina, Regina Hall is is phenomenal. I, I'm I'm curious to know how much of the writing she was in on in the skits, because since her since since Scary Movie, she's been like putting shit down, and has been has been really really underrated to me as an actress just in terms of her range. Bro, and, she 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 marked about last night. That's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, bro. Oh just her, just her and Kevin Hart just freestyling through their little segments. She's hilarious. She's hilarious. And her, and her outdoing Kev on like a lot of shit. Like he was in awe of just like how far she was willing to take her takes. It was greatness. So Don't. yeah, Regina Hall has been she's she's been on a tear. Yeah, I want to I I do because we be I not you I, I'll speak for myself. I'm so quick to kill entities and corporations and shit when they don't do something great like i don't want to shit on bet and not and not big them up for like really putting their money where their mouth is and putting on an amazing show the acts that they they curated it really well wasn't one bad performance so it hasn't been like that in a long 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 time uh the mary j tribute was beautiful that shit took me down memory lane I had a I had a real fa- flashback and I was like, God damn, Mary J was really my first crush. Now I feel old as shit. <laughs> Remin- Remin- Reminisce was like the first video I remember watching when she had the court the white corset jump off on and being like, Damn man, I I like her. I probably was like four though. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> trying to think of what else was amazing in the show. I this the skits were probably my favorite part. Uh, the winners. I like. I like. I like Fantasia's comeback. Fanta- Fan- See, you you the second person that said that, and I was like, nah. Fantasia been killing shit. She been on Broadway for at least the last like three years. I mean, like until like the spotlight though. Like I she, got you. she, I got she, you. she, she, she decided not to like be in. I know she's probably you know she had to build up some shit or whatever. But yeah. I always like to see like how people reintroduce themselves after they had such a such a peak, such a peak with, yeah. the, with the with the people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You have her, you have the Jennifer Hudson's, you know, you have like the, like Keish Cole had a moment too back in like a while ago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like moments where you have like the people on your side and then things happen or whatever, you go away. And then it's how you, re- how do you reintroduce how do you re- yourself? Yeah. If, if you decide to go that route, you don't have to go that route, but yeah. how, how do you reintroduce yourself in that? I was, I was, I was intrigued just to, just to see like what she was going to do. I, th- I knew she was going to kill it, yeah. but I didn't know the song was going to be that great. Yeah. Um, right? Fantasia song was great. The her and uh, YBN Corday, that shit was amazing. Hey, her, her, I, I've always, I, I loved that song when I first heard that song on her album, um, <laughs> oh, on her, uh, one of her EPs. But that I, rendition, I never, that rendition was different that though, song, right? Yeah, I never thought that that song would actually make it to a stage. So yeah. for me to like when she started playing, that and I was like, yeah. I, I heard the tune, and I was like, oh no, she is not about to do. I thought that was just gonna be like a little skit. I didn't know she was gonna do the whole song. I was like, oh no, they about they about to be feeling this shit. Yeah, man, that was that was some moving shit. Um, and I thought at such a such a pivotal moment in the show too. I, I can't I can't say enough about the production quality of the entire night. It, it's funny when you start paying attention to that shit and it starts to matter to you. But even like, but it it always kind of did matter to me. I just wouldn't I didn't understand the verbiage and like the inner workings and what went on. So now you have an idea of what could go on, how much it costs to do some of those things. You're like, yo, they they opened up the bag to see to it that they put on a great show. So the long ass commercials were worth it. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, well, it was it was well worth it. I think they needed to step, and I think I think there, it's a bigger play too because oh, yeah. at at some point you have to 
I I would think there's so much power and creativity in our culture right now yeah. that it's, it it behooves us like to like for some fucking reason not to put that into somebody our award show. Yep. Like what? Like why do we? Why do we wait until somebody else's award show that doesn't give a fuck about us? And then for our award show, it's like cut corners and all the shit. Yeah, yeah. And not second, second, third class. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, put that shit into this, and then you'll and then you'll have people thinking more about this than like they put on a great production from the very beginning back to the to the uh, carpet. Like the performances yeah. for the carpet was great. So like it was just a lot of things that were going in the right direction. And I was highly surprised. And I, we're seeing a new business model too on that side of things. Where, um, if I'm not mistaken, Netflix is still operating in the red in terms of like what they have in production right now. Versus to what? Yeah, because because they 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 learned they knew the content was about to take off. So they exactly. Doing the original content. So they can you you can you can dump so much Brett so much of your equity into producing your own original content, and uh, and it looks it looks to be that BT is taking a page out of that book and going well like fuck it let's just go for broke, and bet on bet on us who who are curating the cool anyway. And trust that we'll get a return on it. So it's it's it was dope to me. And in some of the trailers, that new Lena Waif movie, dog. Like, I mean, I I would hope so because there will like there there will not be a BET, bro. Like, yeah. it's easily it's easy to say that <clears throat> there won't be these channels unless you give in to what the times are moving towards. Like, Absolutely. you can't you can't continue to think that this shit is gonna pass by. Absolutely. Like that? No, it's not. Nigga. This shit is here to stay and it's here to grow even even larger so then you can't lose quick <laughs> i um damn man it's so much to say the nip tribute was beautiful um, missed it, man. I missed that shit. uh it was um it's it's eerie um who his his grandmother spoke uh m- m- good part of the family spoke but his his grandmother said the most powerful thing where she was just like i had no idea my grandson had this much of an impact and it was, it for for whatever reason, her her wording like wording it that way, um, made it made it real, in a way that it hadn't necessarily been made real yet, uh, for me at least. Um, and then watching his daughter rock out to hire, um, was really powerful too, and just like how strong they're having to be. And this is and this is on the end of like watching like Ti. And like grown ass niggas in the crowd cry and stuff, and the daughter's just like holding it down for her pops as strong as she can, and the grandmother's being strong, you know. And you you just you you want to love you want to love on that family and and let them know that they'll what the the fight the fight that their father that her father and their son and their grandson and their brother and their and the husband that that the nip put in and the the fight that he put up and the work that he put in will never ever be lost and I thought that they did a great job in telling that part of it of how many how many people were inspired to like shake their whole shit up and and do things and do things the way he would have um I thought it it was just honest in a way like some of the conversations that have been being had behind closed doors and just with 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 us was represented in a real real last way and but to watch again to watch that family to continue to be as strong as they have been is just like some of the most moving shit in the world, man. Once again, man, I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you, telltale signs. I'm not quite sure. 
like, cause, for, cause for one thing, the family, the family has to be in this shit for the rest of their lives. So exactly. they have to, they have to be here in this moment for the rest of their lives. So like, there is no in and out of this shit. And once again, I do not know the effects of as a group coming together to throw an event, like forcing an event like that onto the film. Yeah. Like the family had to show, they had no choice but to show up for that. So of course they're going to be strong in that moment or whatever. But I don't know the effects of having to show up for something like that. You didn't plan this shit. Somebody yeah. put this shit together because they felt guilty. About exactly. It. So exactly. It's, it's, it's a weird space. I didn't want to bring that onto this because no, no, no. That's a that's a great point, G. I didn't know how to verbalize it. That's a great, great ass point. Like, I, like it is a it is a happy moment and all for everybody for, for everybody else. else. Yeah. Saying, but like, yeah. It's, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing for a family that's going through something to, and and that and that's what I was talking about when this first came out is just like, for it to be on such a large scale. Yeah, I wouldn't have known like what the hell to do if it was on such a fucking large scale. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, it, it's it's kind of weird. Uh, just like having other people plan things for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you have, and then you're obligated to show up to it. It's kind, of, it's kind of weird. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just kind of weird to me. But yeah, it was it was good. It was a good. It's a good idea. It's a good. I think I think the tribute is a good idea. It might it might be it might be a little soon, but the tribute is a good idea. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm. I think I'm the on the in terms of how soon they did the tribute. I think I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum of, of of wanting it to be, this this soon. And, and consistent, not necessarily obligating the family to always have to be in on it, because I don't know, I don't know how that sits to, for the for the babies to have to constantly relive that trauma. I don't know, I I, I don't know enough uh, to know yeah. if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I I don't want that man's legacy to ever die though, in terms of what he means to the to the to the next wave of hip hop, because to me, it's so much bigger than. Uh, <clears throat> It's so much bigger than all the shit that niggas been bigging up in hip hop, and this is gonna lead to another another discussion and another point. I'm so tired of these niggas faking, man. Like, it's a bunch of niggas that 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 message on i messages on IG and on Twitter, and when they go live and shit, ain't ain't matched in the music and ain't matched in their efforts, and it's just it's just it's trash to me. It is, and the one thing that the Nip shit did highlight is that he was he may have been the one of one doing what the fuck he said he was going to do. And the music matched that shit. And, and, and for, for the life of me, I can't come to understand how in light of things like losing nip in light of understanding what ownership and equity and stake and all this shit really, really looks like how these old ass niggas are on, on social media fighting with each other right now. It's the most, it's the most, it's the, it's the dumbest shit in the world, man. I'm sorry. And I don't, I, and, and you want to go, oh, no, disrespected OGs, but these niggas are disrespecting themselves. But, is, but is that not like, like, is that not like the, uh, like when you're old and you're not hip to like the times? Just fucking so tone deaf. It's just so, the most... so, this, so this is, this is like what you see, like you see the youth doing this. So now you feel like that's oh the way my. that you're supposed to be. It's the it. most tone deaf, um, dismantling, divisive shit in the world man and it and it it bothers like it makes me physically ill to see because the, i'm talking i'm talking about cats that we grew up like or at least i grew up like idolizing and worshiping to come to find out that they got it they have it so wrong 
so wrong. And and it's and it leads into the Vlad shit. Like I really want to understand what the Vlad breakdown is and how that's helping their platform and how how certain cats are like justifying leveraging sitting down with Vlad because this nigga is worse than J. Edgar Hoover at this point. And the, oh, that, that nigga's horrible. Oh, and the, and, the, and the shit that he's trying to bring up and he's trying to and he's trying to pull out of people and then and for, like y'all got to get rid of that statue of limitation shit. Like people are going down every day for telling on themselves on live on online, and yeah. Vlad is assisting in the dismantling of a particular group of people. Yeah, take that shit somewhere else. What do you what what how 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 can you claim? To love hip hop and a major major for like uh, he'll be quick to say I didn't make my fortune on hip hop, nigga. You got your foot in the game and, and people give a fuck who you are because Ross put hands on you, nigga, and you you leveraged you leveraged that lawsuit into who you are now. Let's be clear. Like it's 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 disgusting, man. Like I'm, it's just well, I, I I think of him as like a as like a skip or something like that. Like uh, he's, worse like a, he's worse than a skip. He's worse than a skip, G. No, he's de- he's definitely worse, but I think of him as like a a, char- a character that is they do their their level of trolling is like on a whole nother means. Like it's nothing genuine on what they're actually saying, yeah. but you fall for it every time because it kind of comes across as that. Like it like it was weird hearing him trying to tell people that uh, buying property was a bad investment, not like. And it, and then they were like, what? Like that's crazy. I was trying to put money into something, trying to figure out what to put it into, blah blah. blah. But uh, but him saying like, oh no, like like you know, like if you were like buy, if you were to buy property, that's just a bad, like for me that was a bad that was a bad investment. You know what I'm saying? And he's was, was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, you know, you know, like buying a house, like buying your house. Like yes, that that's that's blurring the lines, bro. Like yes, if you were to purchase your house. Then if you, I mean, if you were to purchase a house, if you were to like go into like the mortgage of your house or whatever, then yes, that's bad. You know what I'm saying? But like purchasing property isn't like a bad thing. And it, it's like, so it, it's a, it's a very it's a very blurred like like you're not giving into like what you're saying. Like you're it, you're pl- you're playing on you're playing on the on the plight of uh, the person that's <laughs> there's that tone deaf shit again, right? Because it's a it's a great that's a great investors conversation to have. It's a great conversation to have in a particular business setting but now you're blurring the lines and and that conversation was being had between two two men that are not that are not black and i don't know what vlad identifies as but he he's not black so there's a there's a again that that when they had that conversation the tone deafness that is to it the privilege that they're that they're that they're tossing back and forth is cute but them niggas don't even realize what the fuck they're doing and you go, oh, this is why this is why we can't sit down and talk to you, because it's tone, it's just it, it's tone deaf, one hundred percent. And I, I don't know, I just I, I don't I don't know how the fuck I got all the way there, but all of it is just disgusting, and what people are willing to do and willing to leverage for the for the sake of visibility. Pro- we probably have said this shit on every episode, and I know it sounds redundant, but it it never has been more present in a sense now. When you're watching, when you're watching creatives, especially, tell the stories that they want to tell and execute it so fucking beautifully, dog. Like that that uh, that Lena Way film that they that they aired the trailer Bro, for last that's night. Gonna be, that's gonna be amazing. That Queen and Slim shit. Please go watch the trailer for that, y'all. Like, that's 
Like oh, that's what I'm talking be, about. That's like, be amazing. We can get we can get those sort of stories backed and 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 those sort of efforts backed and funded and supported if you just if we just are willing to do the work and commit to our visions and not really and not compromise and not not leverage and sell off our narratives to these people that don't give a fuck about us, man. It's so it's so deadly, and I hope we can start to read between the lines. I, I really hope that we do. And we start to support our yeah, own in a real ass way. That's gonna be a powerful film, man. Yeah. Gee, how we we we're almost like forty minutes in, if not more. My, my bad. Is that what? So we're almost like forty minutes in. My bad. Um, <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking about the BT award. Um, hey man, that was that was new, man. So that was that was last night. Yo, um, so. I, I okay. So before we before we jump ahead to all the other shit, I gotta go back because. People were hitting me. It was like, nigga, what a cliffhanger for next week. And I was like, what are y'all talking about? I was like, oh, I didn't finish the Portland experience. I didn't finish it. And I was like, I'm still unpacking what happened. And so for those who listened last week and, and are waiting, essentially, I had sat down and had brunch with some with some of the some of the most intelligent people and beautiful people and it and that that are black, and it led to a a great conversation that ultimately left me in a space where I need to, um, needed to unpack a lot of shit. I needed to un- unpack my male privilege. Uh, I needed to unpack my responsibility as a black man. How much I was shouldering. is Am I shouldering enough? Am I not doing enough? And then ultimately through the rest of the week, G, like literally went coast to coast in, from last week to this this past weekend. Ended up in, <laughs> in, ended up in NY. In Brooklyn specifically, and and around a bunch of beautiful black women again, and and was blown away that that same fucking conversation came up. Huh. Interesting. And I was just like, oh shit. And 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 maybe I didn't maybe I didn't say verbatim what the conversation was, but the conversation in Portland was specifically about. What not specifically was generally like about access and what we have access to and how we develop like uh, preferences and and preferences versus choices and all this shit. And my brain just, I I don't know I don't know why I get like that, but my wheels get to turning and I got so many questions and it, and it, there are genuine questions, they're not assumptions. I haven't established um, my own thoughts and I'm not being judgmental. I'm just inquisitive. I really really want to know. And what I landed on was. Does your prefer does your access dictate your preference, right? Mm-hmm. What what we're exposed to does that ultimately est- help you establish your preference? And mm-hmm. what was so what was so moving and so and so fucked up is how is how how under attack our relationships and our connectivity to one yeah. another, to one to one another are. Yeah. It force it puts us in these weird ass states, especially when access to one another and health in healthy spaces are so limited city to city. And so when you think regionally, Pacific Northwest, man, the running joke was like, yo, if you in an interracial relationship and you want to be safe, take that shit to the Pacific Northwest. Like ain't nobody going to fuck with you there, you know, um. But you can't really. You're gonna have. You're gonna run into some shit in in, in some of the law. You and if you if you in Oakland, if you in Richmond, if you in Berkeley, if you're in Detroit, if you're in certain parts of uh, Houston, Atlanta, all the shit. But 
how do, how do we if if all you have access to if all you have access to is the other is the other group and your limited your limited encounters with people of your own color of your own of your own of your own race if your limited encounters are ones that are not the most memorable are actually traumatizing in some sense who's who's wrong for how are can I can I fault you for your preference being built on your limited ass experiences that don't go so well. And, and, and there was so much more to my conversation in Portland that, that was so beautiful. I I hope I'm not botching it and I'm hope I'm hoping, hope that I'm retaining the essence of it on some level, but, and I'm narrowing, I'm narrowing a broad ass like discussion. But I'm only reason I'm I'm able to narrow it down like that because I unpacked certain parts of it and then landed in Brooklyn and had the same fucking conversation, G. The same conversation. It was like, yo. So then it made me look at myself, like, damn. Like I'm, <laughs> I was raised. I'm raised by all women. Like I've only had access to black women, and and haven't been the nicest and haven't been the best and haven't had displayed the best behaviors at times and shit. Mm-hmm. Am I am I am I am I adding to this stigma in this narrative that that ultimately allows some of our sisters to not feel protected and to feel loved and to feel beautiful? More importantly, like that that shit matters. I I don't know. Um, it might be naive and arrogant and like and like real shallow. I don't really know what to ask, but it was. That shit was looming around. I was like, man, I can't wait to talk to my nigga. Like, I need to talk to hell about this shit. Cause I, I, gee, when I tell you we're in, we're in a, and like Brooklyn's being gentrified like no other. I don't really have any context of what old Brooklyn was like, so I can't really have that conversation. But mm-hmm. I know in the la- since traveling there the last decade, like the shit's just changed a lot, and it reminds me of like how much the town has changed. Cause remember. It was, I remember certain parts of the town looking one way and it don't like, it ain't remotely that no more. So it's like, I'm comparing it to that and like, oh, shit's changing. Um, and so you like the New York black people are like, are tapping in way more because it's, it's, it's getting limited. Like I remember going to New York the first time and, and like doing the whole head nod saying, what's up, speaking to everybody in New York niggas was looking at me like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you talking to me right now? But now. You go there, and everybody's talking. Everybody black is speaking to each other, like tat, like chat, like doing that thing, like making yeah, sure you okay. Looking for another black person, you, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, so ended up sitting down with two again, two two more gorgeous black women, and having having a having two separate conversation uh, conversations about access, ultimately developing your preference. And I don't know, I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't know where no, I. No, I think it's a. It's an intriguing topic, you know. Like it's something like that. That's probably one of the better uh, conversation pieces I've heard in a minute. Uh, just because it's not. I don't think that conversation's had. I don't know, man. Is that is, is that conversation had that often between the sexes? Apparently like, not. Not because it was really yeah, not, the Portland not just, one not just between like the black people yeah. but like are is that happening between a, between a male and a female i think like, there's do, something like, there they, i think there's something do there do they know yeah huh i think there's something there to that point for sure because i'm wondering like do 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 they know like are are we communicating with each other enough to even get to the bottom of that question you know what i'm saying like i don't know 
because I think I think we're kind of losing out on actually talking to each other, like between a male and a female. We're losing out on that actual conversation. Those are some of the that, best conversations, though. Oh, it, it's it's amazing! It's amazing just to pick the brain of a woman that has so much emotion, emotional depth. You know what I mean? Like that's that's amazing because I don't know how far I could tap into mine. So that like gives me like it's like freaking it's like I don't know, man. Like you know, I'm a, I'm I'm about to put both of us on the spot, right? So go for it. <laughs> The reason I know that some of the fly shit you could do, and this is gonna fuck you up, we were, we were six. I was sixteen, you were eighteen, and it was your last summer before you left for school. And you know, we doing the whole the whole flyboy shit. Like the chicks over here want to hang out. The chicks over here want to hang out. Like we just go. We just all summer we just running it up. And this this particular group of women were bad as fuck. And like, yo, how you play this? You want to be on some party shit? Like trying to figure out what the move was. And ultimately the move was simply just having like discussions like that. And I promise you never had a wild, a wilder experience with some intellectual chicks ever. It was like, wait, wait, this could go like this. That's when, that's when the whole narrative of like the semi, semi woke women be on the, Mm -hmm. be on the most bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay. I know, I know where to go find the freaks at. For show, for show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, see how yeah. quick, see how quick niggas fall back into the bullshit. Like we just have a serious <laughs> ass conversation, and I took it there. But it's like, dog, like we can do, we can do all of that. We could be both. Like, why do, why do, why does it have to be hella righteous and hella deep and hella woke and not be fly, sexy, and fun and all that shit? Like, well, that, well, that's that's the fake part of the argument now. So that's the fake part of the conversation. That's the part that people. Be become a little too righteous for yeah. Like it, it you can definitely blend the two, and and you do blend the two. Yeah, it's just a matter of getting to that point. So yeah. you got to feel comfortable enough to get to that point. Yeah, if you're going to be coming from one angle, you know what I'm saying. Like that's kind of what it is. And I, I think what happens a lot is that you become so fake by trying to overly uh, prove the intellectual part that it, it's not. It's no longer genuine. Now it's kind of like you're just you're in a, you're headbutting for just just the, just for the just for the sake of it, huh. and and that's that's you know that's that comes with the territory. But I, I kind of was just going off on a limb on that one, but that's <laughs> it's the no, truth. No, that's real shit. Um, it's, it's the truth. Speaking of New York, though, did you know that the horn was specifically made for drivers in New York City? The what? The horn, like the car horn. <laughs> was it? Gee, I don't, I don't hear nobody in the Bay use a horn like the way <laughs> niggas in New York. New York niggas use a horn like they use a blinker. Like, like, hey, nigga, you see me? And no one takes offense to it. Like here, it's so rare that if somebody hunks at you, you damn near want to get out and fight. Like niggas was niggas energy in New York. Like on my my Uber driver on the way to the airport leaving, honked. The person got tight and tried to do some some slick shit. This nigga threw a wrench at the car and just kept it pushing. And the car just kept it pushing too. Like they went on about their day. Bro, that's that's why that's why uh, uh, Tracy Morgan had New York fucked up trying to drive that Bugatti. <laughs> trying to drive that Bugatti. Tracy, <laughs> Tracy, you ain't been going that long, baby. You knew better than that. You knew way better than that, man. Bro, in New York. My nigga, if you don't take that shit across town, like nigga to nigga to like Jersey or some shit, bro, get the fuck up out of there. 
the the draft was going on. Well, we we literally landed the day of the draft. Uh, saw a couple of the the ball players and their families at dinner after they got drafted. To to get drafted and then end up in the diner with me and Freak and Sal is pretty pretty many. Uh, this uh the kid that got drafted by shit. Where'd he go? Atlanta, I think. He from Virginia. What's his name? Oh, uh, Hunter. Hunter, yeah. He, him and his, he and his family were deep. That was beautiful to see. But it was like 3 a.m. and we all had the same thing on our minds. Like, yo, where the hell are we going to get food at? Um, I um, found it funny that folks was, uh, the old Jesus was talking about the, uh, the, the, the draft this year. Just on like the, the level of the draft this year. Like the, like they showed up and like they was, like they was ready for this shit. Like yeah. they, like niggas, niggas had the suit, the suits, the suits, the suits was right. Right. They had, they had the ankles out. Niggas had jewelry like they've been in the league for ten years. For ten years. Or like drip, like, full, bro, full like, drip. And niggas came in ready this year, bro. Full drip. You th- you thought this, you, this, you thought they wasn't. But th- but this the first this the first year that you really just went over the top, like bro, like man, I'm man, my first check is spent, bro. Gone. Like gone. I'm in the red. <laughs> I'm in the red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a dra- I'm in a draft. Hey G, I'm in a draft accounting the minus baby, but I'm full drip though. Well, hey, full Wells, drip, Far- bro, Wells Fargo hitting me with all the alerts like, uh, Monty, you're overdraft. Nigga, do you do you see this chain? No, do you see hey, this chain, baby? You only get this drip once, boy. <laughs> um, the so a lot of lot of sh- different shit from the a lot of shit from around who. Um, Real quick, the NBA. Some of the some of the players that got drafted played name the '90s, and them niggas couldn't name Outkast or uh, or Destiny Child. And I was like, "Damn, damn!" Nah, this was a young group, bro. Damn, two thousand. Some of these kids were born in two thousand two. Yeah, shit. I think uh, R.J. Barrett was two thousand two or some shit. Wow. Yeah, man, that's where we're moving. It like if you don't know who Beyonce is, I'm just like, damn. What is the world coming to? Like, yeah, nah, that's it's 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 crazy. They all they don't know shit. Like they, they don't know nothing from before, bro. I was like, I was I was damn near appalled at them not knowing who Outcast was, and I was like, oh, I, I guess I kind of get that. And then it got to Destiny's Child, and them niggas couldn't name Destiny's Child, and I was like, damn, Beyonce has been solo your whole life. Nah, they got Beyonce, bro. But they, but they got Beyonce with Jay Z though. Like they, they ain't got no. But they would have been they would have been able to name Beyonce by herself. But they, as a group, they're like, nigga, who is it? One of them niggas was like Spice Girls <laughs> with a straight face. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they, they might know Kelly. They, they don't know Michelle. Don't do Michelle like that. And they, they, didn't they, even, they for sure don't, even don't do, know Latoya. Like, don't, don't do, know, don't do Michelle like that. Uh, don't do Michelle like that because that's the group they use. They use the, four, the formation. They didn't even use the three. They might have got it if it was a three. I didn't think about that. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Don't do Michelle like that. Um... Hoop, sticking, sticking with hoop, sticking with oh, hoop. Oh, bro, we, we forgot to talk about uh, my man Offset going back into his bag. Oh shit, go hit me. My man, went, my man went back into the pop lock. Hey, if you, if you, he was always gonna go back to the dancing shit. He was always gonna go. Back he, to he, he, he been waiting for that moment. He like been to, waiting, when it was good. He been waiting to hit that. That he, him and his girl getting ready to go on tour. So his production value got to be up there. So he was just giving us a preview of what the tour gonna look Damn, like. Damn. So him, so him on stage by himself, man, he about to be doing. Gee, him offset on stage by himself is MC Hammer, Heavy D, and Big Daddy Kane rolled up in one, and he doing the the, uh, the Migo flow. Tell me, Damn, not, so you, tell so you, me you're so not you going to that show. So you telling me 
You telling me that uh, that Takeoff and Quavo been holding my nigga back? Holding my nigga back. Takeoff not Damn. dancing. Quavo not dancing. Niggas too cool. Offset been trying yeah. to get in his MC Hammer bag. Did you see that? Did you see him yesterday? <laughs> you okay? Oh, you think I'm playing? G, watch, watch. Cardi and Offset on tour this summer, and my nigga gigging bro, all tour. My nigga, my nigga looks so happy though, bro. Like, he was free. He, like this, he, he was free. He gonna get the Bobby Brown headpiece, nigga, and be doing the doing his flow, dancing. G, it's gonna be the best shit we ever yeah. seen. Yeah, this is true. You might be right. <laughs> come on, man. We, <laughs> come on, man. We gotta stop. Well, uh, tell me, give me, give me your, cause I, I feel like I, I, I don't know if we're gonna be on the same side of this shit, but give me your initial feelings on the Levar Ball and Molly, um, the Molly Kim interaction. Like your, your first thoughts. My, my, I was watching it at the time, and my you watched it live. Was, you watched it live. Yeah, I watched it live. I, so, watched, I watched it as as it was happening. So before so before the backlash on the internet and shit, when you were watching it live, did it did it did it set you off? Or did it did you did it did it did you catch it? Not no, I, I call I call how he said it, what happened, and the coldest part to it was that the entire network stopped. It was like you could hear a pin drop. Like like it was it was like Molly caught a haymaker and like she was on the she was on a canvas. Wow. The, the 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 way that that sentence hit her, but like with listening to it and watching it, Lavar Ball was just he he did he would have he would have done that with anything that Molly said. It was just the fact that when you when you're in the middle of when you're in the middle of like a battle because what was happening was like you know why they brought Lavar Ball on this exactly was for the ratings right exactly. so basically what they did was they sat Stephen A and and Lavar Ball right next to each other to just because they were remote yeah, they to, were in they were somewhere else. Yeah, to yeah. just to just yell at each other. Exactly. So they were they were they were in their bag of just being old guys that yell at each other. Yeah. So like they were like throwing out like all oh, they little you know all they little jabs or whatever. So for Molly to cut through like them yelling at each other to say was to say that she wanted to like to switch gears for a second, my nigga like just heard a softer voice and he he became he immediately became softer to the situation and and switched over to the next topic by saying that. So it was nothing sexual in the way that he said that shit. That shit just threw me off because I was like, women are really trying to get LeVar Ball to fuck up out of here just because of the way that he speaks. That shit was just weird as fuck to me. I was I was also like, that nigga's not media trained. So y'all just keep bringing him on here just as being the, the loud mouth cat. And Molly, you should be dumbass media trained by now. So that should not knock you off your acting. See, and I'm I'm a, I'm a one up you. There and this is this 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 may lead back to our larger discussion, but I'm so confused. I'm so confused by everyone's efforts to to like over curate and be oversensitive and and cancel culture, all the shit. Like it's none of it's genuine. None of no, it's none of there's, none of it's genuine. No, at there's all. no real reactions to anything. There's no real reactions. Um, we know, we know, we know that what we we know that wasn't intentional. Molly knows that wasn't intentional. The network knows it wasn't, but the network is and it, Disney and ESPN are now they got to cover their asses. So we can't really be mad at them for 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 going overboard and completely banishing Levar from the network. But they they sucked that man dry for all that they could for every for every fucking rating that they could, and even somehow managed to loop him in and keep. 
keep the LeBron conversation going even longer to get him to get him on there to talk about the Lakers and and LeBron taking over. Like it, it it's it's so disingenuous to me. It is, and and there's some there's also something there too where where fuck man I don't, I don't even I I wish I knew the best way to to say it but black bo- black culture being 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 monetized the way that it is can you have both can you can you both monetize it and profit off of it all the while trying to curate it and not fully understand it and then and then and then um and then and then make monsters out of the people that you're leveraging and making money off the back of for being exactly who they were when you when you brought them in the building, like you you escorted this man into the building into superstardom single handedly, ESPN, and for being exactly who he was the day that you tried to get him out the paint. So well, which, that's, which that's, one that's, is that's it? A natural, that's a natural space they like to see black people, black men, in for sure in the first place. Like they they want you to play the villain role. Like there there has to be a damsel in distress. And there has to be a villain, and more times than not, it's gonna be the black guy that is the villain. Because I can't tell you enough times where, uh, where uh, um, the white—I forgot the white guy's name—that goes on there from time to time. He has a radio show on there. Who? Uh, Will Kane. Will Kane. Yeah. The amount of times that Will Kane goes right. on there and says right. some shit that's off the wall, that's like so fucking conservative, that's yeah. ridiculous that can come across as certain things and like and the amount of the amount of like bad acts that he backs just so that like you know history isn't changed and um america stays the same but all that shit like that or whatever bro yeah. like the least progressive places you could be in or whatever <sighs> the amount of times he does that that's the other end of the spectrum but it, it it's still it's still weird to me to listen to people be disingenuous when it comes to pc culture because like pc culture is a it's, it's a weird space and it and it, it it allows you to only go so far it does so much more harm g but it, it allows you only go so far like you can't really go that far with with always having to watch exactly what you said yeah like people are surprised by uh, the route that Kevin Hart took, bro. Kevin Hart did that shit the only way possible if he wants to be as large as he plans to be. Like at some point, you have to just curate your daily day, your day to day. You just have to because in today's age, they will take that shit. They are looking to take that shit specifically from black men. Specifically, they want that shit out of your hands. Like they want to do it enough to make some money off of you. And then get the fuck up out of here for the next and, black person. And get as far away from you as possible. And that's the shit that it just it jumps off the screen. And for no one to be having that conversation is just is is so disheartening. And to continue, right? Because at, at this point, ESPN may as well be Vlad TV. I'm sorry. It may as well be. Nick, you especially when you're when you're a LeVar Ball, when you're a Stephen A. I, God forbid they do some shit like that to Stephen A. We saw what we saw what happened with Jamil. We saw what happened to Michael Smith. I don't know what's gonna happen to Bo. I'm worried for Bo. I am. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. He's saying too much shit, and he's being really, really smart and calculated about it. And he's covering his ass. But those those are the ones they get the hardest. So I'm just like Bo, be careful. I want Bo to be careful. I do, I do, I do, man. It's 
ESPN is Vlad TV to me. That's my hot take for the week. Yeah, I, I think I think Bo is like one of them things. It's like he's willing to risk it though. Like unfortunately, but he's willing to risk it, and, I, and that's that's the type of shit that I can respect. Just because he's gonna keep his authentic authenticity no matter what. Like somebody's gonna take that personality. Like he's just growing his he's growing his brand right now. So yeah. so he will definitely be able to sidestep something else. Yeah, like yeah. his rebound will be great. Yeah. But I, I know one thing: whenever that show doesn't have him on it, you definitely feel that. You shit. feel the void. You you do. And I think that's the. That's the that's the that's the ultimate work and the ultimate compliment when you when you maneuver in those spaces and you and you begin to occupy those spaces is to make your presence felt in your absence more so than when you're there. Like God, Lee, like this is this this feels different. The fact that the fact that first take was able to rebound the way that it was once Skip left is a true testament to Stephen A. Smith. Oh, most definitely. And I have my beefs with Stephen A. But he's brilliant. He is. He's a, he's a brilliant personality. And that's because that show was supposed to fail. That show was not supposed to still be on air once Skip left. And that's what Skip was banking on in a way. But they're, they're, they they got to be real competitors at this point, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the it, it's just easier to go to ESPN than it is to go to the Fox Sports Net. <laughs> 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 so poor, like, poor Fox Sports. Like, they, they can do whatever. Like, they're, they're probably killing it. They're probably killing it in the, like, the YouTube game. Yeah, but it's just easier channel wise to go to ESPN. ESPN, ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? Uh, I, fuck, man, I don't want to have this conversation, but we will. It, they're all, it, they're on your notes, nigga. So we gonna have it. The the reparations conversation, G. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It keep it, it keeps coming up. Every every show that I listen to, every personality that i'm a fan of it, it it's it's been up it's been on the show to, on their shows the last two weeks i personally um i per how do, how do i say this i don't i don't want to have i don't like having a conversation because we know better um and by that i mean ain't ain't no ain't no way in hell any 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 other in a position of power is going is going to even let this gain any steam, and I, and and that and that sounds like some defeated shit, or whatever. But maybe maybe you had a d- different point. Maybe you had another reason for wanting to have a conversation. So let me let go. Let me do that before I even give my thoughts. Go ahead, G. My bad. Oh no, that that's truth. That's that's complete truth. Uh, mainly because on the other side of this argument, uh, it's still considered that. Uh, it was 150 years ago, and uh, no one is alive today that that did any of that stuff. And that's the that's the shit that infuriates me. Don't don't tell me that. Like I'm I'm watching I'm watching my my particular group of people, whether they be successful or not, suffer, like still suffer, like that that tra- that trauma the the. The, the history and the and how much that trauma has carried my nigga is still alive and well today. So that's the shit that gets me so ramped up. Why I can't even have that conversation with people. Yeah, but that goes back to the whole the overall conversation of of, of the privilege that we've been talking about or whatever. Yeah. Like just recognizing what privilege actually is and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And it comes down to when these type of things uh, come up. 
these are for sure the conversations that you want to step out of. Like the, I don't want no parts of this shit. I am out of this. Uh, Like not us, like us black people, we can't help but be in this shit. But like the fact that this is something that you would like not to be a part of because it had, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't here. Yeah. Had nothing to do with me. Yeah. And I wish y'all the best. And, (laughs) and, and it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a sick, it's a sick twist because you want to be a part of a lot of things, but this one is one thing that you do not want to be a part of. So, Absolutely. I mean, I I really didn't have a deep dive. On, I probably did at the at the time when I put it on there, uh, but now, I mean, it's it's kind of like last week. But and, that's but uh, that that was the deep dive. Reparations, it's, it's going to come up again probably in two years. Oh man, um, I, it's it's just crazy to me. Like I I was completely unaware that there was meetings happening about reparations. Like, I'm just wondering, like, you know, how much, like, politics gets underneath my skin if I even, like, think about politics just because, like, the amount of times that people are just yelling from their side back at the other side and not listening to the other side about And it's nonsensical shit. And it's... it's, Yeah, so, like, I can see that happening with this reparations conversation in that that room. And and, And that's gotta be sick. And here's why the reparations shit bugs me the most because of the attack that is happening on our youth and in, in, in the public school educations and, and what's happening to the teachers. It all feels so intentional and so so blatantly directed at African Americans. And so now you want me to engage and be invested in a conversation about reparations and our schools are being closed. At record fucking numbers. Teachers are being laid off at record numbers in in high high volume areas of, of African Americans that don't have the means to go to charter school or public or private school, excuse me. So now you want me to well, fully well, it, it still doesn't like you really have to love teaching other people because like it still doesn't add up for you to go to that much school and pay that much money in order to make the way that so, you make. So how like, do we? It, it, that still doesn't make sense. So How do we the fact change that? Laid off is even crazier, but the fact that they're making what they make in the first place in order to teach, like you, you got to. It's pretty much like you're out there volunteering, and that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I I wish that there was a way to change that. Make teach, make educating, make make educating fly. Make it a make it a job that people are make the make that competitive field. Make I'm sorry. Make that work. That work field, that workforce, competitive. To where it's like, yo, Benny's are up there, the pay, the pay is makes sense, and your debt is being completely banished. Like, that's ideal for me. Well, and they're it, they're they're paying like it's like it's going out of style, like it's going to be extinct. Like, like they, somebody like knows something, something we don't because they keep they keep huh? like they somebody knows something we don't because they all my pockets well, are teachers. What was that? That was like that was like two years ago when they were doing marches on trying to keep science in school. Jeez, so like, what's hap- what they're what they're trying to do is that they're, they're trying trying to take out like you know science creativity things like things like that in school. They're trying to emphasize religion. So it's <laughs> it's trying to go in. It's going it's going backwards, bro. Like. I'm fully with the revamping of the curriculum, but doing away with like, I don't know. This is, it's, it's just, it feels, bro, we're going to, th- we're going to throw science out and we're going to give you some extra classes on religion. Oh, really? Y'all need to have that shit. Y'all need to have that. <laughs> Jeez, man. This America is disgusting. It is. 
Oh, they're they're so disgusting. Like they and it's it's so blatantly disgusting. Like it's conversations that you know you it, it's 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 hard to have. Yeah. Like these these are tough. Uh, your boy your boy out here talking tough. 40, 45, 40, 45 out here talking, talking big. He want like he want all the smoke. Somebody get that man, man. <laughs> my man, my man said they lucky because we had it cocked and loaded. Bro, what the fuck is a cocked and loaded? Hey, he he's fully in his wrestler bag. Like <laughs> like like real shit. This is this is WWE to him. Like he like um, America and like lives and shit. And all these babies in these 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 pseudo con- concentration camps. This is fucking WWE to that man. My man said, "Yeah, we didn't do it because you know that that would have. I couldn't guarantee that 150 innocent lives wouldn't have died. So you know, I decided I decided to hold back this time. This nigga, bro, wild, who man. are you talking to? <laughs> like, who are you feeding this to? Because my nigga, we ain't buying. Yeah." This thing's out here. He outside wilding, man. And ain't, and, ain't, and ain't nobody within arm's reach that that can remotely slow him down or stop him. Oh nah, he's he's a he's his own he's his own entity, bro. He's just like like go for he's like go for broke. Him and his administration is like let's just go for broke right now, because ain't nobody ain't nobody doing shit. Ain't no, everybody's all talk like they gotta go through policy and litigation and everything. Like no, let's just run it up right now. And that's what the fuck they're doing. And I've never oh, seen never seen nothing like it. It's, it's, you know, like, in a way, bro, like, it's almost, I don't know. Like, like the amount of shit that this man has gotten away with over time, it just feels as if you almost just got to be like, that. that's what's up, bro. Like, I don't have, I don't have any other reaction to it. Like, I don't have, like, a reaction, like, I'm angry about it. I don't have a reaction, like, let's do something. Let's all get together and do that. Nah, bro. Like, there. That's not there. Like, that's not in my realm to tell you the truth. So I don't even know why I'm even speaking on politics like that. Like, I know a little bit about it. I don't need to be talking too much. I really just want to have funnies on my niggas. Uh, <laughs> my niggas quotables, bro. Like, my niggas quotables. I just killing me, only thing oh, we won't do politics for long. I I just want to know how the branches of government rebound after this. You have to dismantle everything after this, don't you? How do you for, I mean, how do you force this style of government on a people after an experience like this? The cold part, the coldest part about this is that my man went into office with no background on this, right? But he went into office, and it's almost as if all of his meetings have been, "What did Obama do? All right, cool. We're about to undo all that shit." Like we're gonna go off the like his list so far of things that he's actually accomplished in the, in the house has been anti anything Obama has done. Like, I don't think yeah. he stepped out on his own to do anything. Like undo. he's literally Let's, looked he at just, what Obama did, did in his term. He's and uh, how do I reverse that? He the big undo button. Undo button. This is uh is how his regime is he's gonna be. He's undo button. That's how they're gonna be remembered. Just undo, 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 undo. Oh yeah, no, he's 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 for sure the undo president, bro. I mean, maybe, maybe we need to ask somebody who who lived through Reagan, because that's that's what they keep comparing it to. He was a, Reagan apparently was a was a celebrity. Is this is this is this what they experienced? Is this the hopelessness they felt after? And then how do you rebuild and how do you rebound from from experience? Because now I can't take you serious. Now I'm so much more inclined to be like 
a rebel and anti everything American government because we you just made me live through four years of this shit. Oh, off top, and I mean, but you're thinking of it from U.S. soil. Can you imagine what our oh they laughing what at other, us, G. what other countries are looking at us like? I've been like, been out been out four, that, four that's, times. That's, that's where our that's where our like puffing out the chest shit has gone out the window. Out the window, like. Like, nigga, at this point, bro, we just know that y'all spend a lot of money on y'all military. That's about it. Yeah. But, like, can y'all really execute a game plan? Anything. Like, y'all have that. And that and that part is, that's, that's to be, that's to be dated, to be announced. Oh, man. Jeez. Sad, sad, sad times, man. But it sounds good, though. Like, you, you can, you can put together, you can put in, you can put in a tweet, so, you know, good. <laughs> um, what I, uh. This is this is like left skirt. Um, <laughs> our, gr- our girl, our girl has officially announced her retirement for rap. How sad are you, Azalea? Money, I put that in there for you. Did you? Because <laughs> to this day, you have been giving me my Azalea Banks <laughs> news, man. Like you kept, you kept. Have you still not listened? To, have you still Azalea. not listened to any of her shit, bro? I, I, I no. Oh man, I, I still haven't gotten to it. I, I'm curious. I want to do a poll to see how many people listen to Azalea Banks because I feel like I feel like all her beefs with the industry are so fucking validated because she's amazing. Like she's that talented. Um, and so her going like, "Yo, y'all don't deserve me. I'm out this bitch." Makes sense because she's that nice. Like from a from she's she's like one of those like theater kids that just can do everything. She reminds me a lot of like Pac and Most Def and. And Nikki in that regard, and Lauren Hill, like that's how that's the talent pool that she's pulling from, and so, especially where things are now, and how the talent kind of can get overlooked if you're not doing the other shit. I I get it. I'm rolling. I'm rolling, man. This this rap shit is trash. It is. It is. I, I'm, I, I'm here for it. I I I get that money, but, but also also. But what's the but? Hit me. I mean, I, I, I really have a question for creatives at that point. Hit me. Because, like, at, like, okay, so the public is not acknowledging what the what, what it is that you are doing. Yeah. Is, is it or is it not the responsibility of the creative to not, if that's not happening, then to, A, make, like, figure out how to make, people understand it or at least make sure that you're not shooting yourself in the foot while you're trying to figure out how or somebody else is trying to figure out how to make other people understand what it is that you're doing and that's where because because i feel feel like azalea tends to shoot herself and then she and then she gets away with the fact that Oh well, I'm a creative so I, i can go off the deep end no no okay cool but people can also not listen to your shit that's where you got her, Edgy. That's where you. That's where I can't defend it because there's been times when it's she's she's in the right rooms and the right people are like, oh no, we gonna hold you down, and then she fucks that up. She sabot she's sabotaging herself. So there is an element of that there, one hundred percent. I'm I'm speaking on behalf. Not and this is gonna sound trash because she don't need me to speak on behalf of her. But as a fan and knowing how talented she is and going side by side. 
Uh, it's even even with like the likes of Rhapsody, like rap is out there playing the game and, do, and getting a slow burn. But there's no one fucking with Rhapsody and in, 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 in Rhapsody and Jean Grey and the likes of like. And if you want to just do that segregated shit of female rap, they blowing uh, everybody out the water, and they blowing a lot of these niggas out the water too. But it's these right. it's these weird ass games that the women got to go through. Where that level of, that's a level of frustration, fam, that I couldn't even begin to understand. Cause that okay. shit, cause like just go, I'm just going song for song, I'm going album for album, talent for talent. The shit that the shit that like Jean Grey rap Azalea can do. Um, and we've seen it with Lauren, like it's some it's some evil and some sort of like film or ceiling over this industry, like evil hovering over it that ultimately lands the our most talented and purest of souls in some weird fucked up ass place. And it's predominantly women. And that shit I it's, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know what to say or do about that, but it, there's there's something there. She ain't she ain't she ain't just crazy. She ain't just crying wolf for no reason. Watching watching the Mary Jane. Watching the Mary Jane. So. Um Mary watching watching Mary and like remembering Mary's struggles and like I was a big ass Mary J. My mom was such a huge fan. That shit rubbed off on me and like Mary was my world coming up. So I was like hella invested in like her like wanting her and KC to work out and then finding out like how abusive and how much turmoil was wrapped up in that relationship and all the dope and then and then eventually how the nigga she married did her and all this, like all the shit she'd been through. And then mean, meanwhile, having to maneuver through this fucked up ass uh, business. You're and, right. But you're, but you're, but you're right. When you go, Azalea ain't doing herself no fucking favors. And it is ultimately on the creative to figure out ways to be seen. Like that's, that, that's the shit that I'm coming to understand. Cause I was doing that i was doing that silly shit of not assuming that responsibility too that's a part of the that's a part of the efforts like you gotta figure you have if you want if you want to be here figure that out um so you're right you're right i don't i it makes me sad i mean i I mean it it, it, i'm just i'm just saying and i'm thinking more maybe because i'm putting a lot of my stubbornness into this into this equation as well and i can be like super stubborn about a lot about a lot of things and my thought process will be a more along the side of, okay, people ain't getting this shit. Fuck it. You know what? Y'all just ain't going to hear from me for a second. <laughs> and motherfucker just ain't going to hear from a nigga for a second. And I'm going to be just doing my own dope-ass shit. And then when when it's reintroduced and y'all overly fuck with it, guess what? I'm, ta- I, I'm, going, I'm going to take every last one of those checks perfectly fine. But y'all motherfuckers are about to feel my wrath on that on that next time out like that's just how it's gonna go like sometimes you have to get back to the drawing board without letting people know that you're going back to the drawing board i feel like i feel like creators like telling you along the way that you know what i quit i'm I'm quitting this shit because y'all understand this shit is giving too much insight into the fact that you're just going through a lull right now like you're you're trying to figure it out you don't get what's going on i mean you get what's going on of course but it's not being received in this particular time. You're giving too much insight when, when a lot, when a good amount of create creativity. I know there's a good amount of it that comes down to transparency. Mm-hmm. So we're in, the, we're in the most transparent time. Another part of it is, but a good loaded. amount of it also was the mystique. Yep. And that's where that's where that's where this this whole new wave is completely fucked up. They don't know how to get low. Get low. Don't don't reveal your hand. Like niggas be telling so much and then be sick when somebody steal their idea or their concept or, 
or it gets sabotaged or it gets undermined or it gets undercut. Get the fuck low. I don't know. Art of war. Yeah, art, of, art of war shit, man. That's, that's real. That's real. Um, all right. Last or two two things. The deep fake porn shit is another discussion, but it's terrifying that nigga your face can be transposed the deep, onto the a, deep what? Do you heard me? <laughs> deep <laughs> deep fake porn, G. They could take your face and put it on an, another nigga's face and and nobody know the difference. And it and, and it be seamless. Wow. Like you know, I normally be like, "Oh, that's fake." No, nigga, you can't tell. And even by the wow. time, some, by the time somebody can tell, it's circled around the world enough times to where you going, "Hey, yo, the shit is fake." Don't matter at all. What you, what you, what you, what you got for that? Damn. <laughs> what, what PR firm you hiring to clean that up? That's next level, cause like that. <laughs> that's next level, like that, like there, cause, cause really, people only care about the narrative; they don't care about if it's true or not. Nope. The narrative is way better than the truth. And that's a crazy, like, somebody, bro, I, I knew with all this, like, this meme shit and, like, this, uh, like, the videos and, all that, like, I knew they was going to figure out a way to make this shit, like, really pop. And that's a great, that's a great, great way. But you you know like, what's, you know what's even manier? When you be outside wilding, so you got to go, like, damn, that might be me. <laughs> you said what? When you outside wilding, you like, yo, that might be me. Fuck. And he go, oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure. <laughs> you nigga, fully, you fully not sure. Like, oh, uh, nah. You look, you looking at, you looking at the, you looking at the surround scenery. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta look at everything around the situation. Like, nigga, I never, I well, never uh, been to Anguilla ever in my life. That ain't me. Well, that's that's that. Yeah, that's a wild color. That wall. I don't think I ever seen that one. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that bread, that that that. Okay, that. That that bed sheet might be nah, that ain't that, that ain't me. That ain't nah, that's me, Egyptian you know? cotton. I ain't, you know, no nah, fuck no. Nah, I ain't been on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that's next level. I even heard about that one. That's, yeah, that, but that, I, that was, it keeps coming up on like several different shows. I was like, wait, and then I then I went to go read the actual write up. I can't I can't rem- remember the reporter's name, but it was a really great story. Bro, we but just got terrifying. off. The, we just got off the. Uh, off the tail of like the, of people switching faces with women, like men yep. and women switching faces, and we didn't jump all the way to being able to Photoshop a full yeah. face over to porn. A porno, yep, yep. Damn. Good luck, good luck getting out of that one. Um, last thing, I know you went to see it. Give me your rundown. Give me your your review on Chucky because I'm going. I really, I really wish I saw it. Cause no, I, really... I just knew you went to see it. I I've been hearing nothing but good things about it, and also I'm so I'm. I'm really getting surprised more and more, even though I've seen them in multiple interviews by now. The who, fact wait, that the, no, the, the fact that what's his name, Brian Henry Tyler. Oh yeah, 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 my guy, my Tyler, guy, Tyler, pa- paper boy. Yeah, the fact that he is that way in interviews and he could pull off what he does inside of film. He's a he's a he's a thespian, L. He's a thespian, bro. That shit is impressive, bro. Because that, <laughs> I was surprised as fuck that that was even the same person. That nigga looked at the screen like, what the what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it took me down a rabbit hole just watching his interviews, bro. Like, no, no, no. He, he ain't doing this shit. Oh, no man. That's bro, that shit was impressive. But, uh, nah, um, I have not seen it yet. I mean, I've been meaning to see it. I'm probably see it sometime this week. But I did, I've been hearing nothing but amazing things about it. I'm still gonna, you know, be the judge on that one. But I did hear that, first off, the cast is A1. Oh, yeah. 
My so girl, I, my girl I, I saw who the cast is. The, the cast is A1, so yeah. that, that can't fail. But I'm still trying to get how they're going to do that concept. And they're updating the, they're updating the script, so I, I still got to check that out. Yeah, I'm, man. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested. I just have Yeah, yeah I'm going to figure that out. Um, I was going to try to go tonight. We needed to record tonight, so I'm... Matinee's calling my name tomorrow. It's been a it's been a few stressful weeks. Fine, Bro, I hey, cuss, cuss. Yeah. How, how how amazing is Matinee's now? Um, I'm I'm turning into the old nigga that goes to the movies by himself on a Tuesday <laughs> at eleven o'clock. <laughs> I'm there when the when the niggas opening the door. He's like, "Bro, why are you here so early, nigga?" Because I don't have nothing to do today. Bro, the time the times of the day where you literally got the whole theater to yourself, the with, whole with, pop, with popcorn and treats. Gee, going to Grand Lake and having all the Grand Lake to yourself. Bro, is having Grand crazy. Lake to yourself is nuts, bro. That's a hey, Grand Lake at eleven fifteen on a Tuesday, nigga. It'll just be you. Like when I should open up the curtains. Gee. <laughs> It's just me in there. The nigga looked at me so crazy, like, bro, you don't have no date, no nothing. You just, you just in here, bro. Grand Lake by yourself. Uh, Matinee is nuts. Uh, I'm, in, really I'm, is. I'm in there. Which, which, which is a great idea. I'm probably gonna do that tonight. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be my move. Um, new that's me- really that's really what happened was that it it wasn't at Grand Lake, and I, it's my my lazy ass. It's like, well, shit, where the next one at? We'll see. Well, Jack London. <laughs> <laughs> Jack London. I'm not going to. Nigga can go to the Grand Lake, but won't go to Jack London. That's crazy. Jack London? No, nah, but see, I got, the, my last few movies have been at have been at Grand Lake, so I've gotten in the habit of going back to Grand Lake and like really enjoying that experience. So now if the movies don't do that, I don't really want to go. You know? like yeah, I'm just like, ah, if it ain't Grand Lake, I'm really cool off it. I'll just watch it at home. But I'm Child's Play. I'm going to see in the theaters. I'm not watching that shit. At no, home you, that, that's got to be that's got to be seen in theaters. But I but I am surprised that I've been hearing so many great things about it. Now then, it, now now also, I'm pretty sure that's coming from people that have never seen the original. The original. There, then there's that. So. You got to be careful with these new niggas because a lot of a lot of our peers, G was too was too shook to watch the original when we was young. I'm coming to learn that too. Yeah, that's that's eighty eight, and like that was like the that was like the grimy uh, horror films yeah. all throughout that that eighties no. period. Yeah, that's ain't nobody seen that original one, but I, I did I did hear that he did a great job with the update. So I do want to I at least want to see how how they updated my man look. Yeah. Like he he looked he looked nuts in the shadow. So um, we'll see. Lil Nas X dropped his EP. We called that last week. Uh, haven't listened to it yet, but I'm hearing it's okay. We got new Trina, we got new Guwap, we got new Migos, but we got new Rosé. And that kind of takes precedent over everything for me, because that means Port of Miami Rose. 2 is on the way. And mm-hmm. anybody that knows me knows my affinity for Ross. And that new shit, Act a Fool, uh, I think I listened to it 68 times this weekend. I'm almost yeah. Just, yeah, I got, I, got, I got hyped every time. Am I, oh, so I'm not crazy. That song is cra- That song goes. Oh no, I got hyped. I, I was I was there for that one. I, I didn't realize that Ross was about to do that one. Like okay, oh damn, okay. I don't, like, I don't it, feel it, like a stand. It's, okay. it's still it's, it's yeah, it's, it's still trap Ross, but I didn't think he's about to do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like he, it was just a hype track. It was some, it was some shit. He, Ross is really good at that. He's really really fucking good at those records. Like he like he he got me he got me pumped up by the time they even got to Wale verse. Like Wale was just like okay, that's what's up. Wale appreciate you. 
By then, what, I was already acting the fool, my nigga. <laughs> like, what, what about the what about the Ross and Drake shit? The money in the grave. Did you fuck with it? Uh, I fuck with it. I still don't fuck with it as much as I fuck with uh, Drake's uh, freestyle. But oh, his, that uh, yeah. Omer, that Omerta. Yeah, so it's something about that yeah. one. But I, I like I like Drake in that bag anyway. That so. Omer, that Omerta is crazy. I hope I'm pronouncing that shit right. My nigga went went stupid. The new Dreamville Just shit is out of here too. Um, I'm here the for that. The new Dreamville shit. Um, JID, Boss, Cole, and then Earth Gang. Um, they dropped the whole thing? No, they just dropped those two singles that are stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. Um, I got that. Jid is an alien. Uh, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib keep sneaking out fucking fire on us. And I'm I'm never ready each time. I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, Did, uh, Fred, did Freddie Gibbs drop his album yet? No, it's not It's not out yet. It's the 29th, right? At least I think it's, yeah, I think it's the 29th. Or not, or, or this Friday, excuse me. Um, but yeah, Madlib and Gibbs together. Madlib with anybody, but Madlib and Gibbs, especially they found this bag, and it's supposed to be a Pusha T record on there somewhere. So I'm just like, okay, I'm here for all that shit. Um, who am I? I did, I did want to say that uh, Lil Nas X, I listened to it. You uh, ran through it? Huh? You ran through it? Yeah, I listened oh, to it. Oh, okay. Get- um, He's, um, I mean, he's, he, um, his music is gonna be too young for me, and that's that's an old nigga thing to say. But uh, <laughs> it's like it's like like he he's not he's not for me, but he is a star though. Oh, so he, he does he does have star quality. Okay, when, he, when it comes to the music that he put together, so so is there another <laughs> one on there that can go? Is all I want to know. Uh, Panini has some has something in it. I keep hearing the Panini but, name. I've heard that like, Ro- Ro- four times. Rodeo Rodeo is dope with uh with Cardi. Cardi, B. okay. And then he has like so basically what he did with this was just like and and I fuck with it is just like you're not gonna pin me in any box like hey, I'm literally doing all different type of genres on seven songs and and he got to put Old Town Road on there, huh? And he got to put Old Town Road on there. Yeah. Oh wow. He put uh he put both on there. He put the remix and his. Oh, this is this kid's amazing. Yeah, nah, he's I mean he's he's impressive on just like just just how he's been maneuvering all this because it, it you gotta understand when that shit came on at at the BT Awards it is as if that was amazing. Everybody that, everybody forgot that they were the cool they were gonna be the cool people in the room. Everybody and they in all there was rocking. Bro, they all got into that shit. Yeah. So that that song is huge. Yeah. So for him to maneuver through all that and still put together a decent body of work that isn't pin- pigeonholed into anything is is impressive to me. Can somebody? Uh, I'm actually gonna put this out to our listeners. Um, somebody by next week's show send us a breakdown of in comparison how big this record is and like in like the like the you know perspective of like history of really massive songs. Like I can't even think of anything to compare it to. When when a record gets this big, this feels different, mainly because of like the technology phase and everything. But I don't, I can't remember a record this big. In a I long mean, time. I mean, Bodak Yellow. This feels bigger than Bodak Yellow, G. I don't know, man. Bodak Yellow was massive. That's what I'm. That's what that like. That's literally what I'm saying. Like this feels like like can't touch this big. Like this how this is how big that song feels. And can't touch this came out when what no none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? This feels this feels like. Ice Ice Baby big type shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, this is this is a lot easier on the ears. If I, if I'm still surprised by Bodak Yellow because that it brought, wasn't easy. <laughs> that that brought the whitest of white people into Cardi's world, yeah. which is very fucking impressive. But yeah, the Old, Old Town Road is like the easiest thing ever to listen to on yeah. the ears, and that shit is for sure another stratosphere. And it's gonna keep going. I don't know when it's gonna actually stop. So I'm still surprised that he put he put out an EP, but it, it was it was decent. Batman. Not not my type of music. Like I'm not gonna listen to the shit. But listening to it one time, I can see that that guy has something. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Um, again, thank you for saving the day. I was I thought I was gonna die yesterday. Um, but I'm glad we got the show done. It was a great week. We w- we would have been shooting ourselves in the foot for not recording. And I was like, damn, are we not gonna record? It's like, no, we can just record tomorrow. Like, you can't have you can't have L waiting by the phone all day and then text him at 11 like hey man you want to do the show like no i don't want to do the show i don't <laughs> so we got it we got it done thank you um early nights early mornings man exactly man thank you to our listenership everybody on spotify podcast apple podcast Castbox fm simplecast google play stitcher you name it um yeah man thanks for keeping the show going we're looking to do some cool shit to keep it growing, but the slow- also everybody stay tuned for money's conversations all across the world. Uh oh, you know, uh, money money gonna pull up at <laughs> at, at more in, in, in more cities and uh, have have some deep dives. <laughs> no, hey, know? I'm good off the deep dives for a little bit because, like, in both settings. Those women were way too bad. Them conversations got way too deep. And it's like, just dip your toe in the water. We don't have to be in the deep end. Let's dip yeah, your toe just, in the water and let's keep it light. You know, so. Dip all the way in? Hey, really... keep it light all summer is the motto, man. Dip your toe in. Hey, man, I'm with out. that. Man. Keep it, yeah, keep it. We dip got some. Dip your toe in the water summer, man. We got some. We got some big trips being planned. Like, literally, as we're doing the show, our group chat is going off. Niggas talking about they booked their shit. We're coming to a city near you, and we got some uh, some legends outside. That means we got oh, L, yeah. we got L, Dill, and me outside all at once. So shit's going to get crazy. All, all at once, bro. I don't, even, I don't even know what that's about to look like or be like. Today, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for sure. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for we're about we to up, man. Uh, man. We, we, got, we had a little glimpse of that uh, about a week ago. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, that, that shit was uh, a wild one. So we'll see where, where it goes from there. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, you got anything else, G? Nah, that's about it on my end. That's it, man. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy, Enjoy it. Happy Monday. Get through the rest of the week. This is the Meet the Brave podcast. I'm Monty Draper. I'm LG. And we'll see y'all next week. Love, love.